0: Do you give cocaine to whales?
1: Welcome to a brand new episode of the Worst Song Ever podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jeremy, along with our other two hosts, Mike and Jason. Wait, hold on, reverse that. I'm (laughs) your host, Jason. I'm one of your hosts, Jason. I was looking at Jeremy. Just one
2: step closer. Well, I I I have that effect on
1: people. One of us.
2: I was trying to figure out where... Yeah, I was trying to figure out where you're going with that. It's like, wait, what?
1: Uh, yeah. So I forgot my name today. Um, how are how how's your world going? Well, I didn't forget my name.
3: So I, I was going to ask what the worst thing you did this week was, just because I was curious. Because you were like, you know, this is what? one of the worst things I do. But I was trying to figure out what the worst thing you did was. Identity theft. <laughs> 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 like right now. <laughs>
1: What's what's good in your world these
3: these days? I've been playing Cyberpunk seven, 2077, and unlike yeah. everybody else who seems to hate it, I think it's more or less fine. Yeah, I th- I think it's pretty good. I wish the music was more stuff I knew. That's probably like one of my bigger criticisms, because it has like this copyrighted music mode and uncopyrighted music mode. So you can stream it if you want to, which is cool. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I was hoping that the copyrighted music would be really good music. Yeah, <laughs> and it kind of wasn't.
2: <laughs> yeah, most of it's kind of whatever. I like that. I like that. Run the Jewels song that's in it. Mm-hmm. Fair enough.
1: What's your favorite video game music? I'm gonna go to Jeremy on this because I'm guessing Mike doesn't have too many good answers. I have two answers. Not three answers.
2: I don't know to find good because there's a lot of games with good music, but I'm not one to just like listen to it.
1: Well, I guess anything that just kind of stands out. I mean, obviously, I think at the top of the list has got to be just like entertaining. Like mm-hmm. audio has got to be um, Grand Theft Auto, the Grand yeah. Theft Auto series. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm also gonna go like Tony Hawk one and two. Yeah, those have great soundtracks. Yeah, Tony Hawk. You learn bands that you never even knew existed, but you're like awesome. I'm I'm on board with this.
3: It's like cruising breakout or break like some of those early racing games, like they had a bunch of like modest mouse and like a bunch of indie bands that I didn't know that were I loved it once I was playing that. That was good stuff. (laughs) And then uh, I mean, Fallout New Vegas is probably my favorite ever for music, just because it has, like, a bunch of Dean Martin and, like... It really sets yeah. the mood. Like, just yeah, a bunch of, it. like, classic Vegas stuff. It's mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're talking original stuff, I, I really like Final
2: Fantasy XIV soundtrack. Yeah. Um, they put a lot of, of effort in that.
3: I mean, there's a lot of iconic yeah. soundtracks, you know, like Mario or or yeah. Zelda. Um, but I, th- I, I Final Fantasy usually does a really good job with music, so...
2: You know, the theme to the Black Knight arcade game is pretty, pretty banging. Or pinball. Can't say I've ever paid attention to pinball music.
3: You've obviously never played the Guns and Roses pinball machine, where yeah, you know, unlock songs and guitar solos and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like
2: yeah, that's pretty new. I mean, I know Aerosmith had a game. I'm guessing they probably have a pinball machine too. Revolution X. Oh yeah, music is the weapon.
1: <laughs> we have a Twitter account. Uh, we are at Warsong Pod. We have a website, and we also have a MySpace page. Jeremy, anybody following interacting with us oh, on MySpace these days? Well, we
2: had a follow the last time we checked.
1: Well, while Jeremy checks. But, well, yeah, while so, I figure
2: out how the internet works, so go on.
1: So, I was listening to a podcast the other day. Mike might ro- roll his eyes, um, but it was an interview with um, the lead singer for Pup, and that's why he'll roll his eyes, because I bring up the band quite a bit. One of the things he mentioned was, he's a songwriter, and he's not good at music <laughs> all of the other guys are good at music um at making music so he comes up with like riffs and ideas and when he was in other bands they would he always seems to think and not four four time and when he brings a song to a, a you know more of a songwriter musician and says hey can we make this when he was in other bands they would like fix it he was like oh it's wrong and they'd put it back in four four and everything seemed really generic with this band, he apparently goes to them and they're like, they all huddle for about five minutes and they try to see how they can get his idea done. So it's kind of a two-part. I'm guessing the first part's going to be a dud. Can you think of any good examples of anybody who doesn't know what they're doing leading a ship in a good way? Or B, I mean, Mike, we kind of started to touch on this a little bit. Like the timings and odd timings. Like I, I don't think I really, I can really, I'm just so trained to think in a 4-4. Because that's what a lot of music is. But how do you think of music and not standard timing?
2: Do we count for that first one? Like people that don't know what they're doing with music? (laughs) Absolutely.
1: Um, I mean, just just
2: checking.
3: Well, you think about like a lot of really talented musicians that actually don't know much about music. Yeah. And they're not limited by I mean, I remember a guitar player that I knew growing up and he was really, really talented. And as he took more lessons and learned more about music, he got mad. Cause he's like, I can't just throw my head back and play because I have to think about what scale am I in? What notes belong in this, you know, and all this. And he was like, I used to just play. And, you know, it's like, when you don't know what the rules are, you can't be confined by them. Yeah. Uh,
1: mm-hmm. The second
3: part of your question that I don't remember.
1: It was a, he, he basically.
3: Oh, the four, four. I mean, it depends. Like, you know, like, Playing something in three, four, or playing something in like six, eight isn't that weird. Um, it's when you get into like the, the weird time signatures that shift over a bunch. Like watching Tool, I mean, the musicianship required to do that is amazing. Like, if you ever just try and bob your head to like schism, you're going to be like, wow, this hurts my brain. Like, you just can't do it. And like, you can sing along with it because you might know it well enough or something. But like, if you actually had to, like, if they turned off the vocal track and you had to sing along, you would struggle. And it's, it's really hard. And I think, I mean, they have a lot of songs like that. I think, you know, Rush is probably in there. A lot of the math rock kind of prog rock stuff would be in that category. Like another really famous song is, you know, Odd Time is Money from Pink Floyd or uh, the Mission Impossible theme, the original. So, some of the times it's been redone in 4 4, but I think the original was in 5 4. Yeah. Like if you try to dance and like the funniest
1: thing is when you watch people try and dance to things like that, that that's what I really like. But I can do the Macarena to Mission Impossible anything. or Money or anything. <laughs> yeah you can do the macarena to anything
3: don't i know it oh i did watch uh i was watching this thing called o- old guy composer listens to tool for the first time reaction video <laughs> um <laughs> that's what it does <laughs> and the problem was it wasn't actually the first time we listened to tools the first time we listened to schism mm. he like sits there and he's like he's sitting there like just listening to it and he's like okay and he's like you can see him just starting to count like trying to figure out the beats and all this and like any musician pretty much has to sit there and do that but I mean, he picks it apart. He picked it apart pretty nicely. It was it was pretty great. And then I found like four other reaction videos of people watching Tool because apparently one night I decided that was going to be a really fun thing to do on a YouTube rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm not even like a giant Tool fan. It's just every, like I think from a musician's standpoint, they're amazing. And so, watching other like musicians, especially if you've been classically trained or something like that, listening to them and, you know, having them talk about it and be like, what is going on? It's pretty great.
1: I do wonder, I, I have watched a handful of those like reaction videos, and I do wonder, like, some of the reactions are just so like in tune with what's actually happening. Like, it makes me feel like it's got to be fake. You know, it's like this guy's like breaking down what Rage Against the Machine is actually saying in their songs. I was like, you had, I mean, there are lots of people who've listened to, to that for decades and don't know what their songs are. About. Don't we know it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, side note, I watched uh, a Lord of a ring today. It's taken me, um, hey, Lord nearly of 20 years. <laughs> just one <laughs> just one. one of them. It was like a three hour movie. Single Lord, single
3: ring.
2: Was it like the second one too? Like you just kind of <laughs> just jump with, in there. Did you
3: start with the first one?
2: That's...
1: I started with a third Hobbit movie and I'm moving backwards. There you go. Doing my own tril- uh, my own prequels. Say, it's
3: like uh, you and George Lucas. You're like, we're gonna pick this up right here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is kind of funny, like how much of uh, it just side note, like how I I know a handful of things about that whole thing with never never watching it. You know, cultural osmosis. What do you think about crowd surfing? If I'm being honest, I think crowd surfing is overrated. If you're up there, I think crowd surfing sucks if it comes from the back and they go forward and people just get dropped on your head i think it's a good way to break your neck i don't know like it just mm. unless you do a stage dive yeah I'm, i don't really care for crowd surfing
3: i feel like there are two points of crowd surfing one is so that you can get to the front row so you just keep picking up everybody in front of you and sending them backwards <laughs> and the second like it, that one the, <laughs> the second is to inappropriately grope
1: women well yeah when yeah that happens yeah and that's, I mean, unfortunate.
3: That's, that's sadly why it happens a lot generally crowd surfing doesn't appeal much to me i think beach balls are more fun have you ever no i'm a huge guy yeah, I, yeah i've, I've, I've <laughs> never done i remember
2: you know, when you and i went to that concert and did it jason not that i did because i don't want to hurt anyone
3: but i don't go to a lot of shows where that's a thing and i'm pretty happy with my
1: life choices what do you think would be the weirdest band for you to go to that you normally go see to have people crowd surf at like a Van Morrison concert like
3: like pretty much anybody I would go see that would be a very <laughs> weird thing S-
1: semi
2: related thing who goes to a concert and thinks I'm going to bring in a beach ball anybody who goes
3: to see Jimmy Buffett
1: mm. well, that's a fair answer yeah fair enough yeah. Kenny, <laughs> Kenny Chesney
3: Kenny Chesney Kenny uh, Chesney anybody who would flip flop rock will say that <laughs> I also think that a lot of times like radio stations or other promotions will bring in the beach balls.
1: Oh, yeah. That also makes sense. I didn't have any more questions. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: this is the amount of effort we go through because you're worth it, dear listener. Chad. Chad,
2: Chad <laughs> th- this is what you signed Chad up
3: for. Because
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's what we've got. If you want a shout out like Chad, feel free to
1: po- follow us. we Song Pod. I think we should make music.
3: Okay. All right. So this week, Chad Salutations uh, once again tweets us. Uh, we thank you for your social media interactions because we have so few. We thank you for your service, son. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Chad Salutations suggests a love song with all those with all those metaphors, but all the metaphors are so bad you can't even tell it's a love song. Those metaphors, you yeah. Know the ones we I like gave. those metaphors. I'm like, what does that mean? But uh, does it what to be? does that mean? In some previous discussion, we thought that Sex. maybe we had done this before. But I, one, I don't think we've actually it. done this exact thing before.
2: I do think I do think it's come up in in discussion. Oh, it's definitely come up before. or some, something similar has come well, up. I think in I discussion. think we do this actually
3: do kind of often, um, where we try and have a metaphor that you don't really do the reveal on until later in the song. Uh, we do that fairly regularly. Yeah. But I, I was thinking about our our deep lyrics. One that's the one that kept coming back to me like that you can't hug with nuclear arms
1: I hate my and best he, friend's best friend because he's me <laughs>
3: yeah
1: what are the metaphors those metaphors uh, I kind of want to hear Jeremy just come up with a list of those of, metaphors of, metaf- of those, <laughs> metaphors. <laughs> metaphors. Those, those metaphors those metaphors Mike name one of those metaphors uh,
3: well I was thinking about you, you don't want it to be like a classic, this is uh, obviously a love thing. So you got to think about metaphors of ice cream. Oh, I, yeah. I was thinking well, about yeah, like warships for some reason, or yeah. uh, there's a lot of
1: semen metaphors. What uh, if it's a really <laughs> dumb one, like a paper route?
3: Yeah. <laughs> You're the old lady that tips well on the paper route. Yeah. Here.
1: I'm, I'm throwing my paper on your porch. That sounds dirty when you say it like <laughs> yeah, that. It it's automatically <laughs> goes dirty. <laughs>
3: all right uh so i think the goal was to be a love song not a sexual (laughs) innuendo so i think we should try to think about the connection between humans well the electrons and protons of (laughs) you're like a covalent bond you can't say like
1: because then it's a simile
3: and not a metaphor
1: (laughs) yeah i kind of wanted that to go you're like a covalent bond because i want to get in them genes (laughs) It's just like it starts really smart and it ends ends it <laughs> really
2: yeah. idiot. But if I told you you had a beautiful body, would you take your pants off and move them
1: around? <laughs> well, what do we mean by those types of?
3: Well, okay. So I googled, I googled great metaphors, and then it said, or those metaphors, and then it said those metaphors in popular music. And I was like, okay, let's check this out. The first one is, "You ate nothing but a hound dog," which is definitely a metaphor. Hmm. A metaphor. The Hotel California is a metaphor. That that's oh, true. Songs about drugs. I just thought it was a really bad Yelp review. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think of a lot of Dave Matthews, um, which is funny because I, I remember reading an interview with Dave Matthews when I in, high, in high school. It was in Rolling Stone, which I would buy every now and then. And they were like, you know, tell us about your music, blah, blah, blah. Like, what all your lyrics mean? And he goes, it's about fucking. If anybody tells you anything else, they're lying and they're reading too much into it. It's about fucking. (laughs) (laughs) And they were like, which song? He's like, doesn't matter. Uh, (laughs) All of them. All of them. Yes. (laughs) I was just like, well, I have no idea if he was just being flippant because he didn't want to talk to the reporter or if he actually meant it. And that was the best part.
1: (laughs) I would just be tempted to, like, write a story about going to Home Depot. Or, like, write a story and then somehow at the end tie it around to being about love. Yeah, you write a story about going to Home
2: Depot, and then the last line is like, and Home Depot is your vagina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. And, by, and by Home Depot, I mean your vagina. <laughs>
3: You're my Home Depot. Oh, wow. I did not see that coming. <laughs> that's,
2: that's what she, she said, said. Yeah, I <laughs>
3: like, really am I going to say this I'm going to say this oh my gosh
2: yeah you set them up you got to knock them down
3: oh, what about adding a bunch of mixed metaphors I like this idea this, this, this example is I can see the carrot at the end of the tunnel <laughs> 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 I think mixed metaphors sound really fun <laughs> I think mixed metaphors would be a really hard thing to actually come up with though yeah and when, is it, when does that stop us? What's the best use of metaphor in a song you can think
1: of? I don't know. Oh,
3: okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's
1: is the all the boys milkshakes bring the boys to the art. Is that a metaphor? That
3: would actually yes,
1: yeah. Then I'm gonna say that one. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. This example
1: I
2: thought of, that's the one. We're just a, a fount of creativity tonight.
3: I know. I'm like, this is actually harder than I thought it was going to be. Man, Chad, you have
1: You stumped us. You broke us. We're done
3: no i don't know about that uh okay tell me more about the music what do we want the music to be reggae okay <laughs> you know that's something we have not done yeah that, i mean that yeah that's what i was thinking all right well should we get to the record all
1: right i don't have to talk let's uh let's go to the montage
0: have you thought about a montage have you thought about a montage Stuff happens over time. Maybe
2: it gets worse. Maybe it gets better.
1: It's a montage. When we were in Belize, we went to a couple different islands and we inadvertently were following around a reggae band from island to island. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah. <hold
2: on. laughs>
1: yeah, that's not just how you start a story. Yeah,
3: that's. <laughs> <laughs> so so we accidentally follow a reggae, reggae band from island island, island. <laughs> i love it
2: just casually
1: well not on purpose you know we go to one island and they're there and then we go to the next one and we're like holy fuck they're they're here too are
3: you sure you it was know? the same band or are you just really bad at
1: telling no, reggae bands apart no well i reggae is probably my least favorite genre of all the genres and i have to think i'm not even gonna think about that it's probably I'm. i'm gonna say it's Almost certainly my least favorite genre of all the genres because every song sounds the same. I do like I Sublime is as close to reggae as what I like, the 40 ounces of Freedom album. But the reggae songs I don't yeah. Anyway. But yeah, the one thing that they would do at from the band from location to location is they would yell out the name of whatever establishment you were in. And bands do this. Yeah. Well, it's especially funny if the establishment doesn't have a name. It's just called Sports Bar. <laughs> so, in the middle of the songs, he would just yell Sports Bar. <laughs> and if you didn't know that this place didn't have a name or how that worked out, you'd be like, why well, is he just yelling Sports Bar? He wasn't doing that on it's the last time. like my song where
3: we say, go home, team. <laughs> yeah. Let's go that? home, team. Oh, that's great. Any of y'all working on lyrics? (laughs) No. Honestly, I should probably just go to bed.
1: I just kept thinking of the word sports bar over and over again. Maybe that's what the metaphor is about. Sports bars.
3: I love what you have on tap. I love the size of your screens.
0: (laughs) Sounds terrible.
3: Well, that fits. Yeah, that's that's on brand.
0: I want to go on vacation to that sports bar.
1: Oh, shit. Is that the lamest uh, vacation?
3: Uh it's not good. I think you should google like metaphors and just start like throwing random ones together and we'll see if we can string it together. Or
1: it is love is a fire, Don't forget to stop drop and roll um, helping or not. Yes. no idea what your song is about. Not even I,
3: close. I don't care. That's going
1: in. One line that I came up with that won't fit at all. Is love is, if love is a disease? Luckily, the health inspector is due next week. Don't think that fits. I, <laughs> at all. At all. I love
3: that our song structure doesn't work at all either.
1: Welcome back from that awesome montage. That was reggae, almost love misdirection metaphor at the sports bar. At the sports bar, Mike, how'd that go?
3: That was more challenging than I think I would have thought that it would should have been. Um, I will put it this way: in this crowd, it is easier to make metaphors about sex than it is about love. And
1: I don't know that any of us were really on our a game. So, some of the problem I think is like love metaphors. Like everything sounds like a sex metaphor if you say it in the right way. Love metaphors, like it's hard to do a love metaphor without using the word love. Their souls were conjoined. That's
3: a metaphor, man. Uh, anyway, so that was, I mean, that was a little challenging. I will say that, like, we started with a reggae feel. At some point when I was mixing it a little bit, I, I felt like it had a little bit of a lounge lizard feel versus a reggae feel. And honestly, I loved it. So,
1: is there a huge difference in your mind?
3: There's a lot of difference between reggae and lounge music, but, like, my limited ability and limited effort... <laughs> didn't necessarily help that much
1: (laughs) it's it's that 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 piano went a little little less keyboard and a little more i don't know what you'd call that
3: well it's also like you're kind of singing off the beats a little bit and like you're laying back on the backbeat like it's there are some similarities but it was i don't know it's just kind of had this like there was a point where i pictured myself in a leisure suit in a smoky lounge like in front of a grand piano just like interacting with the audience and that sounds well, I got. I couple, mean, except for the leisure suit, the smoky audience, and the, I can't play piano very well. All the rest of it sounded really good.
1: I prefer if you don't know how to play. I, I want to play pub. I want to play piano publicly and sing poorly. So you want to take we song
3: pod on the road?
1: I don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, that that would live, be fun. live shows. That would be fun.
3: I think it breaks the K-Fob if we do that.
1: I'm OK with it. OK. I'm sure I've told you many times one of my favorite, probably one of my favorite jokes of all time is uh, H. John Benjamin or uh, he did a whole album where he doesn't know how to play piano.
3: (laughs) I don't know anything about this. (laughs) Oh my fucking God.
1: Okay. So the title of the album is, well, I should have, and then very small in parentheses at the bottom is learned how to play piano. And he hires three jazz musicians and doesn't tell them, as far as I know, that he doesn't know how to play the piano. So they start playing well, and he starts just banging on keys. <laughs> I love it. Is
3: this is a I'm, whole album.
1: It's a whole album. The when they tried to do you, uh, you got it. What was it? Uh, it had to be you. Um, that song is actually it sounds the best. He almost accidentally guesses the right keys to hit and so it actually like is one of my least favorite songs on the he album. He
3: almost accidentally guesses correctly.
1: And then like, about, like he's, as the album goes on he there's like one guy that's not really pissed that he's there um, but they're all getting paid so there's that but one guy's like actually kind of having fun with it so he starts antagonizing the stand up bass player he was like you gotta do it better come on <laughs> this is like it the guy amazing. who's the worst oh my god the way i heard about it was uh an npr interview with him and he was like he's known as archer from and bob's burgers and he's oh, a okay. can of soup and we're interviewing him for the most npr reason possible you made a jazz album <laughs> <laughs> That'll so pretty great <laughs> Um, we should probably put that yeah, in the show notes. I, so, I yeah. was crying. I heard that. I was crying. And it was one of those, like, you look at your phone and your significant other is still asleep next to you. And you're trying not to shake the bed. You just, like, and try to hold in all of the laugh and crying. And she wakes up and, like, it's just disarray and mayhem. Yep, And I was you, definitely, you're laughing too hard to explain what's going on.
3: I can experience this. Yes, yes. Yeah. So I can relate.
1: Okay. So, one of the highlights of my life
3: yeah so this song has some reggae elements it uh we talk about a sports bar which maybe we're all a little uh anxious to get back to a uh you know communal life in some way but you know i i found it more difficult than i would have thought i'll say that the the reggae part was kind of fun the rest of it like the lyrics were more challenging than i would have thought the middle part i think this is the first song where we quote jaden smith
1: (laughs) did Uh, you actually
3: do that wasn't it the stop, drop, and roll? Was that from Jaden Smith?
1: No, oh, I I, those are two separate. Those oh, okay. are two separate things. um I said we should uh quote Jaden Smith. And oh, well, the one that
3: you told me, "Love is a fire." Don't forget to stop, drop, and roll. I just assumed that was Jaden Smith because it sounded like something you <laughs> would have put up. <laughs> so. I
1: feel like that we should, like, in terms of I, people that you could misquote. I bet you could absolutely misquote that.
3: I think most of our songs. I are think are that should be your Jaden tweet. I th-
1: okay, I think that should be your tweet, and I think that that's who we're following on okay. Twitter is oh, Jaden oh, well, that's Smith. True. We didn't
3: even do a Twitter follow. Uh, I think I think Jaden Smith sounds like a great follow for us. Uh, this is on point for for us. We're trying to figure out how you spell Jaden Smith, as in that Jaden Smith. Do you know which one? It is? There are a lot of Jaden Smiths.
1: <laughs> well. Should I tell you that you should follow all of them? That's really not the answer.
3: Really isn't. Jaden Smith DR, is that him? No idea. No. That's his fan club in the
1: Dominican Republic. God, I'm so glad that that exists. (laughs) I want to party with you, bro. Like, Can we get on a Zoom call with these guys? Just the fan club in the Dominican Republic? Yes, yes. Okay. That fan club. Do you speak fan Spanish? fan club only. All right, it's so oddly specific. It was like, are you from Costa Rica? Sorry, we can't do that. Are you from Puerto Rico?
3: All right. So we filed somebody. We, we had a music.
1: All right. So let's throw the song. I'm going to ask two questions and get out of here. All right. Here's a song.
0: brisket is tender the apps are hot the meal before the entree is what I'm all about I like what's on tap I like what's on display I like it when my team scores and I, I just love to play At the sports bar At the sports bar Love is a fire Don't forget to stop, drop, and roll You can get what you want on fire At the sports bar At the sports bar My dreams are like flowers, and the game is the beast. Paul and I, and all my dreams and thoughts, and they're engaging me. With an army of ideas, and my hopes and dreams. I'll ask for dessert, if you know what I mean. At the Sports Bar, at the Sports Bar. The halftime show has some pretty parts, but the part near the end is the part with my heart. The lights will come up so we can get kicked out, so we can clean all up. Time to move about at the Sports Bar. At the sports bar I'll get you some wet wipes At the sports bar
1: And we're back So what were you trying to do? (laughs) I (laughs) spent the whole time trying to wrap my mind Around what the hell this was
3: This is my my favorite part of the show so far I have no idea What were you
1: trying to do? Because obviously I
3: achieved none of it
1: like i said i'm not on my a game tonight and so that's part of it also i was not very good at giving suggestions what what exactly like if you were to spell it out what was happening in the song
3: i think what i would say is that we were comparing the person that we loved and wanted to be with to a sports bar
1: <laughs> and there's an intermission
3: <laughs> i don't think there was an intermission it was it was we were talking about halftime looking pretty, and then like your favorite part is near the end. We may or may not have been talking about some type of fornication.
1: Okay. Jeremy said we've never done reggae before, and that's why we did it. Have we done reggae? <laughs> no.
3: We've at least attempted reggae. I think, like, <laughs> universally, that when unqualified people try to do reggae and I would definitely put myself in that group it doesn't go very well
1: my question was I said that one just basically because I thought it was funny um, and I wanted to be a little bit of a dick what? should we do reggae again was the real maybe question.
3: I, I, I think I might lean more into the lounge lizard sound if I could figure out like a good way to have like kind of a you know a, a big band rat pack kind of uh, sound I think that would be super fun Uh, That sounds like it would take more than 25 or 50 minutes, you know, that we usually spend on a song, but.
1: I was actually surprised that you didn't pull out your mandolin. I don't know why, but I just assumed that you would put a mandolin with reggae and it might not be terrible.
3: It might not be. I mean, we could also do reggae. I mean, haven't done a lot of instrumentation for a while like we've done a lot more like electronic let's use the loops maybe i'm getting lazy i will i mean there is another song that i've been working on that that definitely has the guitars and stuff in it again so
1: yeah i think maybe i think of maybe ukulele is very close to that and it kind of has an island vibe
3: yeah the ukulele i think would have been too close for my my usage like i mean usually i you know when you think you're gonna go right i want to go left so i'd be like here's the distorted bass or like you know here's the seven string that uh limp biscuit would have played or something like i mean (laughs)
1: Do you ever play the harmonica?
3: We've done the harmonica in a song before.
1: Which one do we do that?
3: Um, we I know that a, you
1: don't have your kazoo. Did you we, ever look for your kazoo?
3: I didn't. We we did a blues that used a drum machine where I used my harmonica. <laughs> that
1: sounds terrible.
3: <laughs> it was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I
1: approve. And you
3: sang it, it. It was the 1995,
0: 1995. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah I do remember that. Yeah. I probably really should have uh, leaned into the harmonica more. Anything you got?
3: While this song is bad, I think if I was thinking about the other two songs we've made so far this season,
1: it's not in the same. It's not three. in the same neighborhood.
3: Yeah, it is not the same caliber. Like we accidentally made a slightly better song than our worst songs, and so for that, I'm a little disappointed in all of us.
1: Well, I just think it was a really. I think it was a really hard topic. Yeah. It just wasn't super clear to me. No, I mean, like, which is, I guess the, what a metaphor is in in,
3: in a 20 episode season, we're not going to make like every week is not going to top the previous week, especially with how shitty we did our first couple weeks. <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> we could, we could try all, all year.
3: Right. We may, we may not make it.
1: All so, right. That sounds good. All right. All right. Thanks well, for hanging out, Mike.
3: Yeah, be sure to follow us at worst song. To, uh, be sure to follow us at worst song pod on
1: Twitter and on MySpace. Don't forget, maybe someday, someday we can hang out in a sports bar with Jaden Smith.
3: I think we should uh, try and do a a song totally of Jaden Smith lyrics. He actually, I don't know.
1: I need to know more about him.
3: I loved him in the Get Down.
1: If you yeah. watched that show, but I need to know more about him. I I don't really. I don't want to act like i'm hating on some kid i don't really know so shout out the baja Men. <laughs> also was it last week when you sent out the video of the baja men where they got they were trying to get nominated for an award for the music video
3: yes i definitely have sent you some things like when that comes across it, my feet i usually throw it at you yeah
1: it made me miss traveling i was like god damn you baja man your past <laughs> work going all over the place <laughs> that could be kind of helpful, whatever. <laughs> Thanks a Dick. Yeah. Anyway, board, all right. Uh... All right. Thank you, Mike. Have a good night. See you later. This is our new worst song
0: ever. Bye. My dreams are like flowers. And the game is to be Bye.